This episode has been sponsored by MapHook. Hello and welcome to the Gray Area, where I dispense advice and give interviews on relationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray, and this is the 14th podcast in a weekly series titled A Whole Lot of Geek. Last week's episode was a conversation with Wemmick on new game releases. Please visit www.genesee.com, the Gray Area homepage, and add to the forum discussion on this topic, and to tell me your story. Today is Friday, April 22nd, and this week we speak with the crew of the popular podcast, Geek Bits. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm really excited to have you here. Happy Easter to you all. Yeah. We're going to depart from the usual show uh, format, I think, and expand the podcast to games and geekery in honor of you all. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Congrats on finally achieving 69 episodes. Oh, I'm glad you said episodes. Uh, yeah, I had to add it in there. <laughs> so I've been working on that for years. Exactly. Yeah, I still have got that. That is also in a man's life. <laughs> it is a milestone. Good job. <laughs> uh, I've only listened to, I guess, the first like half maybe so far because it just came out today. But I'm sure I'll catch the rest, and it was pretty oh, good so okay. far. It, it I'm enjoying it. Better. It just gets better. Good to know. Okay, um, before the news, let me introduce you guys and tell the listeners a little backstory about your show. Um, welcome to Dan, Matt, Dave, and Opie, in no particular order. I would describe GeekBits kind of as a roundtable discussion of guys sharing movies, tech, and gadgets that kind of appealed to you that week. Dan, would you say that's fair, or do you think there's a better description for your show. Actually, I think that's perfect. That's exactly what we were looking for. Uh, we're just normal guys, and we enjoy this. Well, we're guys, <laughs> most of us. I wouldn't say guys. And uh, we just enjoy geeky stuff, whether it's movies, comic books, video games, anything like that, and we just like to talk about it. And we thought it'd be interesting just to put it on a podcast. And luckily, we have listeners, so that's really, really cool. <laughs> That makes the podcast extra special when you have listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we're not the only ones listening to it. People are actually listening to us, which is <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's a perfect description. Tell me how you guys became friends and how you ended up doing a podcast together. Are you all locally uh, to each other? I, I didn't think I've heard that in some of the episodes I've well, listened. It seems like I wouldn't really out. say we're friends. I mean, um, <laughs> loosely termed. <laughs> yeah, we uh, acquaintances. Um, I actually met Dan and. Well, I met all uh, all the guys uh, playing World of Warcraft, as a matter of fact, and um, ah, okay. it was I I had played on Rune Totem, and um, they were playing um, what server? I can't even remember what server you guys were on. It's been so long, nobody yeah, knows I'm anymore. And, so times, and so we we ended up uh, I ended up starting a character on their server, and it was a PvP or yeah PvP server, and they were having problems getting in instances and stuff, and so finally. I convinced them to move over to my server and uh, PVE server on Rune Totem, and we've been. And that's pretty much where we stayed for quite a while. And uh, and it's funny because I met Dan in person about 
a year and a half, two years ago, maybe. Yeah, and, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I met Matt and Opie last weekend for the first <laughs> yep. time. In about, wow. I mean, I've known them for about probably four or five years anyway. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and I was, it's, I mean, they're, they're, I'm in, like I said, I'm in Champaign, Illinois, and they're in, in uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. So it was like, it, it, I just finally decided, I'm like, it's only a couple hours, seven hour drive. I'm just going. So <laughs> took off and went down there and uh, just showed up and, and they, and, uh, and went to dance and uh, Matt and Opie showed up there as well and we just hung out all weekend and just had an awesome time so yeah it was yeah. so weird that somebody that we've you know we podcasted with that we've known for so long it's just weird to still in this day and age it's kind of weird to think that you never met him face to face until you know until just just recently yeah but uh dan opie and i we've actually known each other for about 10 years we we were in college together um, we actually used to live uh, in apartments within about a block from each other. So <laughs> yeah. we oh, wow. probably we spent pretty much all of our free time together in a totally platonic and <laughs> manly way. In a very <laughs> but, manly, um, manly way. We, uh, we, you know, after college, you know, we, we kind of went our separate ways. But we, we've always stayed in touch online through WoW, through whatever. And we've always dabbled in. We used to have, we used to be big into anime. And we had an anime review site years and years ago. That yep. didn't quite pan out. We, we're always trying to think of, you know, different things to do, different ways to be creative. So we decided a couple of years ago um, to start a podcast because we, you know, with the anime review site, we never kept up with actually writing anything. So there wasn't much to look at. So we we're like, well, what, what would be easier? Well, we always get on, we get on Skype every night and talk about geeky stuff. Why don't we just record it and see if anybody listens? Mm -hmm. That's pretty Excellent. much it. Yeah. Yep. So Dan, you're kind of the link between Dave and Matt and Opie, it sounds like, if I'm hearing you right. Well, a little bit. I mean, me and Opie were playing World of Warcraft at the time. Matt had quit playing, but Dave knew a friend of mine and therefore came over and started hanging with us and just became a good friend with us. I was lucky enough, I lived up in Ohio until the end of last year. Yeah. And so I live a lot closer to Dave. And uh, we were able to meet a couple times in Indianapolis and uh, he built my PC and we hung out a couple times there and then I was able to travel up to his house. So I've had a, more FaceTime with Dave, but I think all of us, at least me, Opie and Dave have known each other for a while. And then Matt kind of joined in there too. Once we kind of got out of our World of Warcraft phase, because Matt didn't want to be on Skype with us when we played World of Warcraft. Cause he That's not true. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the uh, podcast roots kind of stem from ideas because we used to be just like this on instance nights or raiding nights. We would just totally be loose and cracking people up, and like we almost thought about what if we could record our raid runs because they got so. I mean, there would be times we'd be laughing in tears at stuff yeah. that would happen. We would wipe all the time just because we were cracking up, just, we were yeah, just around, not paying attention. Up. Yeah, and uh, that's the way that that we played, and we were all, you know, like you hear on the podcast, we all just mesh well together with our, you know, personalities and have just a good time, and we're like, God, it would make an awesome podcast or something like, um, if we could record just our raid run and our instance runs, and then it kind of evolved from, hey, let's just do a, a full-blown podcast, and, you know, that's where we're at today. Yeah. So what was special about the four-year mark where you decided to kind of commit to getting together and having, what did you call it, HooperCon? HooperCon. <laughs> HooperCon 2011. It, it, was nothing, it was nothing really special about it. It was just uh, my wife, she works retail, and for her to get time off is almost impossible. And she just so happened to be able to get a four days off in a row on a week that just so happened to be a weekend. Okay. So we talked to Dan, and, and the guys were 
had they actually were able to go, and so we just took off and went. So yeah, it was kind of uh, an impromptu Hoopercon. <laughs> Opie and Matt hadn't made up their minds that they were coming until I think about a week and a half or two weeks out before it happened, and right. uh, then they were able to get the time off and come down here. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> then Matt actually ended up having to work. He ended up having to work that Saturday for a while. So I never actually- worked Saturdays or Sundays, and the one Saturday I had to work was it was the day, the first day of HooperCon, <laughs> and um, uh, but I was able to get up there still. Well, I had uh, I'm a big uh, college football fan, and I there was a there was a spring game that I had the weekend planned to go to, and uh, things didn't happen weather permitting, and my little girl probably had a soccer game scheduled that morning, and I had the weekend freed up for other things, and it just didn't work out, so I hopped in the car and came down so pretty much the plan is just aligned it did yeah, perfectly. they did Excellent. exactly well it and looked they... like a lot of fun it was yeah. a, it, it was, was it was a blast <laughs> there's some uh rock band history made there so i recommend people go watch watch the Ustream video of that <laughs> well the, the sad thing is we didn't record it yeah he didn't record, oh, you well, didn't we didn't record it we didn't record it no. on Ustream. we do have some flip cam video of, of various things that we did but yeah i did not hit the record button <laughs> We well, there, so, there so you go. Stupid. Snap, snap, get back down there. Do it again. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, take two. Next take week. Two. I don't. I don't look. I don't know if I can rock a hundred percent again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, come on. That was professional yeah, like I you. I could. Yeah, journey. You're right. <laughs> I suck at the drums. Journey. I'm sorry. So awful. <laughs> so awful of the drums. You really are. <laughs> So it's the it's my ADD, <laughs> which people, people can experience Opie's ADD. I think it was at the beginning of two episodes ago. I think it was when he was trying to explain the toy he won, and then we had a mention, and then he disappeared from Mike. It was yeah. like he never even told us what he won. It was just kind of weird. I think it's episode sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I won a. Just, it's crazy. <laughs> I, re- I, I retweeted a tweet from um, Sideshow Toys, which I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. and won a, a, a cost baby, a little Pirates of the Caribbean cost baby. And I was so excited that I won it that I forgot what I had won. And so I got excited to tell the guys when they, and, you know, Matt's always recording secretly because we always try to do a blooper at the beginning of each podcast. Mm-hmm, and so, that. yeah. And so I got on there and I'm like, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, uh, I won this. Um, Thing, and they're like, what'd you win? And I was like, this, um, and I just for, totally forgot. <laughs> so in between looking it up and trying to remember what it was, I got distracted and just totally <laughs> he, saw, he saw something shiny out of the corner of his <laughs> eye. <laughs> Ooh, artifact. Look at the monkey. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, herb. It was the Chewbacca defense. It was. <sighs> okay. Wow. Let's skip to news of the week. Um, Personal news of the week, I don't have a whole lot to, to tell because I've been madly packing, um, getting ready to leave the country for a week, so that's not all that exciting, so let's talk oh. about gaming instead. <laughs> are you watching uh, by the feds? Or... Yeah. yeah, you know, I have to absent myself shortly after taxes were due, and I'll be well. back shortly. <laughs> um, <Right>. No. <laughs> Portal 2 is released, which I would like to talk about later in the show, so I'm going to save yeah. that. Um, in Rift news... There have been massive login issues with the release of the second Soulstream event uh, based on a, the Death Rift invasion. And Tryon actually took down the servers shortly before the event, leaving some people who hadn't heard about that rather frustrated, trying to repeatedly get in. I didn't have this issue because I was already a subscriber and I've heard that they sort of had priority and the long queue to get in. 
But the great thing about Tryon is they're always kind of modifying and updating, and, and this is a new and ever-changing game, so I think that these issues will be addressed pretty soon. And for the new people who just tried to get in, I would not give up on Rift, because I think it's an excellent game just on this bad experience. Uh, if you remember the launch of WoW, this snag is kind of pretty minor compared yeah. to new MMOs, so, yeah. so that's the or news the, for Tryon. Did you play any... for that matter. What was that? The, or the expanse, for that matter, with with World of Warcraft, I mean, they come out with an expansion, and it would yes. just the the queues would be huge because mm -hmm. it kept everybody'd be trying to jump back in at the same time. And um, I mean, I I played Rift on the demos. I'm actually waiting for my copy to get here. I I ordered it. Okay. Um, it should be here Tuesday. But uh, yeah, I I I like the game from what I've played of it so far. So. It is. It's a very different game, I think, than World of Warcraft. I just logged back in this week to World of Warcraft. I've been, I think, a month and a couple of weeks out. <laughs> I always say it like yeah. I'm an addict. Right. I, no, know, it's the I'm same thing with all of us. We'll play for three months yeah. and then shut it down for a month. I was going to ask you if Rift was your first MMO, but you answered the question. You played World of Warcraft. Okay. Yes. I am going to ask you guys about the games you play later, and we can go over some of those as well, okay. because I don't know too much about that. Back to Rift news. Rift ships to South Korea, so they're getting a little love there. Uh, they have a contract with E&M Games to publish a version there, so South Korea is all happy, I guess, about that. <laughs> In World of Warcraft, Blizzard is now hiring for quality assurance testers to move to California and test World of Warcraft for a living. Wow, Doesn't that sound completely that awesome? Yes. <laughs> yes. So there you go. What do you do? I play World of Warcraft. <laughs> and I I'd get love paid. to say that. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> you can check out that post on MMO Champion because there's a lot of details on that. Uh, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, patch 4.1 releases the 26th, which is this Tuesday. So uh, get ready for that. I'm pretty excited. And let's see. Uh, for listeners who've, who were here last week, I got an iPad 2 recently. Nice. Congrats. I know. Yeah. I'm still waiting on mine from work. We can't get them. I'm jealous. Still in back order? Yeah. Yeah, they've been hard to uh, acquire, but I got yeah. lucky enough to get one and uh, trying nice. out different apps and things like that. And uh, I've discovered this week Big Fish Games, which yep. are kind of uh, like Myst in a lot of ways, where you have puzzles and they kind of involve neat stories like Atlantis or Wicked Witches or Princesses in Space and stuff like that. Um, the one I played, the newest one, is called Isabella, which is basically kind of the story of Sleeping Beauty if the princess never fell asleep. Wow. So it's, just, it's just beauty. <laughs> right. No sleep, only beauty. And uh, gotcha. they usually run about $6.99, but they're on sale for four ninety nine. So if anyone likes those games, uh, enjoy the sale and pick it up. Nice. Um, XCOM is being rebooted and coming out this year. So if you liked that old game, XCOM, it's coming back out. Mm -hmm. as, as well as De Deus X 3 will be coming yes. out this summer. Which is great. That looks great. That looks awesome, except it's a first-person shooter. And you hate first-person shooters. I yeah, we'll why. talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of fall into that group, so maybe we have a lot to talk about. Awesome. Great. I'm um, off the show. I'm gone. What'd you say? You're off the show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mute him for that section. Oh, awesome. Uh, Chrono Trigger is being re-released for the PS3. I am, I am so amazingly I tweeted that out today. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. I did see you did that. If you like that old uh, old version, what was that out for for N Super NES? 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 Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. It's been a long time. Chrono Trigger came out for Sega Saturn, mm. and then Chrono Cross came made a 
cross-platform over to the PlayStation. Well, not according to the One Up article. They said well, Super maybe NES. The original came on the SNES. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, in '95, okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. And for those who really loved uh, American McGee's Alice, the sequel to that, Alice Madness Return, is being released June 14th, and it will include a one-time code for Xbox 360 and PS3 where you can uh, download the old original American McGee version for free. So, uh, so you so, uh, get the sequel in the original? Yes, you do. Nice. Uh, cool. And it's, I've heard, I mean, I didn't get to play this game, but I've heard from those who love it that it's kind of very Sucker Punch, if you like that movie. It's kind of like the original, I'd say the pre-Sucker pre Punch. <laughs> oh, so all no. the awesome stuff is in the trailer then. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Apparently you haven't oh. listened to episode, what, 66? Yeah, or something? <laughs> oh, that's great. I loved that movie. We'll have to talk about that then. Uh-oh. <laughs> I liked it a lot too, so. Okay. Well, this is another girl in asylum kind of story. Yeah. So, uh, what is the news for you guys this week? It doesn't have to be game related, but what are you guys uh, talking about and up to together? Um, on a dance. Well, no, actually, the uh, what we we recorded episode sixty nine hey, last night, and uh, we talked about Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Dan Dan just goes bonkers for Game of Thrones. He's been reading the book or listening to the audiobooks, I think, for what like a year. Yeah. And he's he's been all over us to either listen to the audiobooks or read them or whatever. And finally, <laughs> the show came out, so he went nuts about that. So that was our big big thing for this last or for this past week is watching that, and we all liked it pretty well. It was uh, it was really interesting. Have they released it on Hulu yet? Because I do not have HBO, and I would love to see it. I don't uh, actually, think so. I don't know no. if Hulu is going to carry it. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think they got it because I don't think they carry a lot of the uh, premium channels. Um, Shows, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. and I haven't been on Hulu in a long, long time. Yeah, so I'm right. looking now, and it just, it just, it, there's a, there's that 15 minute preview mm -hmm. uh, that, that was released a few days before the uh, first episode, but the uh, it's not streaming on there. Uh, there yeah. is the HBO Go option. But you gotta have HBO. You can subscribe. Yeah. To that. HBO, yeah. We'll oh, see. that's fine. I guess I'll have to watch in 15 minute segments on YouTube. It'll be fine. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> 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 Don't take it down. Don't take it down. Don't take, take it, it down. down. I know. I better do it quick, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> well, I was listening uh, to Opie's challenge of the Clockwork Orange oh. uh, movie, which <laughs> I know you've talked about Man, all that's... this on your episode yesterday, so I apologize for being uh, oh, no, redundant here. But yeah. I'll go for it. I did. I did watch that, and. Uh, do you know the the person who stars in that the the English guy I forget what his name is with the funky eyelashes? There you go. He is actually in the season finale of season one of Lex. Have you ever seen that series? Lex, Lex is amazing. Yeah, Lex is kind of I call Lex like the grandfather of. Um, I won't even say Firefly because it's not that good. Um, wow. yeah. Farscape. <laughs> yeah, not... Farscape. Yeah. Yeah. I would call it the grandfather of Farscape. So oh, if okay. you enjoy Farscape, it's kind of campy like that. It doesn't make as much sense as Farscape does. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, the costumes and everything, it's kind of a wild world of people stuck on a ship kind of looking through space. I, I would challenge you to watch that. Uh, wow. Ooh, listener challenge. Listener challenge. Boom. <laughs> Write it down. Yeah, yep. and actually, yeah, they have a lot of episodes on Hulu. And ah, I and Netflix as well. The, I, I actually have a complete on DVD. Do you? So you think uh, I should you continue have everything on? on DVD? <laughs> I actually, I actually, um, <laughs> what's funny is 
there's a video rental store in Champaign. It's it's a college. It's again, it's college campus, so they carry just off the wall stuff. And a guy that I worked with wanted it, and he went over there to rent it. And two of the discs had been returned broken, and the in the oh. series is out of print. You can't buy it anymore. And the owner, I'm friends with the owner of the video store, and he actually found somebody that had two sets of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't know where he got them, but he ended, he ended up getting them for me. He got me this uh, the complete series for forty bucks, oh, and wow. so I jumped on it. I I think the cheapest that I've seen the series go for is like four hundred and some dollars. Oh my god! And he got nice. it for me. he got it for me, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one of my prized collections is that series and. Uh, uh, all thanks to a guy that I used to work with got me hooked up on it, and I I really like it. I mean, like you said, it's it's nothing, it's nothing serious by any stretch of any imagination. But I mean, it's it's something I enjoy just throwing in every so often and watching it. You kind of have to work your way through the first episode because when you see the Bunanji guy with like a huge bun on the top of his head yeah. and one long like piece of bang <laughs> hanging down, you're like, uh-uh, no, we're yeah. <laughs> moving on. But he grows on you. He really does. Yeah. You're wow. not kidding. The first time I saw Princess Leia with two buns on her head, I was like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> see, now it's iconic for hotness. It really, it really is. Maybe men will wear buns on their head if everyone and watches Dan wears those. Oh my gosh. Well, when I dress up like Leia, slave Leia. Um, oh. <laughs> you did not. Did you seriously do that? If you dress up as Slave Leia as Dragon Con, you're going by yourself. <laughs> for the ladies. For the ladies. Uh, for the ladies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, I'm stunned for a moment. No, Let me no, move no, on. Tell <laughs> Trust me. Um, image. Just, yeah. Just let, it Let me savor it for just a minute. Right. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on to what games you guys play. They don't have to be necessarily um, MMOs or online games. It can be whatever platform you want. But what do you spend a lot of time doing during the week, or what's new that you've been playing? Let's see. Uh, Magic Online. We uh, well, Magic: The Gathering on Xbox Live. We play a lot of. Uh, okay, I have that on the PC. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I've got the online version for the PC, but we play the Xbox one all the time. Uh, and Portal 2 I've has taken up any free time I've had this week. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, I was going to mention um, me and uh, Tim, one of the other uh, guys that is on the podcast every so often. He, uh, Me and him co-opt um, Portal 2 the other night. Oh, and I hear we, that's good. It's, it's good, but we polished it off in about three hours. Okay, they're calling it a five-hour play, but if you work really well together, I could see that it would go quicker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and being that, he's, being that he's smart and I'm a dumb one, um, he pretty much had to hold my hand through the whole thing. And yeah, so we uh, we we finished it off. I haven't finished the main part of the game yet, um, mainly just due to the fact that I've been told that I'm probably about halfway through it. So. I don't want to sit down and just finish the rest of it off in, a, in an evening and be like, okay, well, that was a waste of 60 bucks. So yeah. that's, that's one of the reasons why I posted on there today or uh, tweeted to you today that if you uh, if you were still playing Portal 1, uh, just go ahead and wait until it might come on sale or something on Steam and and uh, you may grab it there. Because it's it, it really, I mean, I and I'm not the only one. I've been reading a lot online about it, but a lot of people are really disappointed in the fact that it's... Uh, that it's 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 so quick to get through. Listen, all right, I gotta argue this point real quick. Okay. Every game that comes out lately, and we've had this discussion on our show, 
has a storyline that may go 8 to 15 hours total. So I'm not going to knock Portal 2 for being a short game. The first game I beat in four and a half hours in one sitting. I knocked it out. Portal 1. Yeah. And playing Portal 2, I'm six hours already into it. It's given me more than what I've already got. I'm on a level that I'm stuck on right now trying to figure it out and go through. So I can't really knock the game for that uh, for the short amount of time. Because if you played Portal 1, you knew it wasn't going to be a long game in the first place, it's it's not an extremely long because you can only do so many puzzles and they can only write so much humor to go with it until you're finally tired of hearing that go on. Uh, so I can't I, I can't okay. take the argument that it's short uh, because the game's fun factor is just so good. Yeah, you I'm know? not saying the game yeah. is by any stretch. It's it's a yeah. it's a fun game, but I mean, it, you would think that you would think that they would they would actually do a, throw in a like more i don't know just do something to to lengthen the the uh the the play time out because now granted i saw something i saw i can't remember what i saw it. i saw it at work um something about uh some content or something that's supposed to be added to portal 2 like a dlc yeah like a dlc type okay. thing or something so maybe they're going to go that route with it which would be awesome um i well, you're I still going to pay for the DLC, and yes, that's the issue that I have. Uh, let me actually jump to the article I have for the day, because it's pretty relevant to what we're talking about right now. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm playing Portal 1. Uh, I somehow missed that when it came out, and I've seen enough YouTube videos and other things to know that I think I'm kind of interested in that, and uh, it seems like a very humorous game. So I'm starting there, because I don't want to I don't want to miss that and go right to Portal 2 without having the backstory. Mm -hmm. So um, there's an article, let me find that Portal, actually Portal 2 is supposed to be about four hours of playtime, and they're saying five hours for the co-op, and that costs $60. So here's an article by Opposable Thumbs I found kind of interesting. Uh, it's on the evolving playtime of games, and let me read a little bit about it, and you guys can comment on it afterwards, because I think it'll relate to what we're seeing right now. Uh, the article is by Timothy Sapala, and it's called The Incredible Shrinking Game, The Truth of Game Length in the Modern Industry. And some of the quotes are, uh, when will gamers finally have way too much, if not enough? The tension between game prices and the length of the experience is only becoming more apparent as big-budget, long-hyped releases can be finished in the span of an afternoon. Most recently, Medal of Honor, Vanquish, and Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 were chastised by critics and consumers alike for being incredibly brief. All take about five hours to complete. Games are getting shorter, and not many in the industry readily want to admit it. And some of the excuses that people are giving are... Um, more killer less filler basically like since games have gone from cartridges to disc base they have a lot of new space that they can add and they're trying to say that they don't want to just put quantity in there they want to be have quality so that's kind of the excuse that some game um, creators are saying um, just because you can put it in doesn't mean you should noted kegel uh, they're saying time uh, basically like who really wants to play 15 hours straight of uh, Final Fantasy X because they're saying people have jobs, families, kids to take care of, they don't have time to go sit on an eight-hour bender. You go to work, you come home, you have dinner, you play with the kids. At the end of the day, how much time do you have to spend on gaming? So that's the second excuse. And the third mm -hmm. is money. 
If gamers want longer single-player experiences, they need to speak with their wallets and their thumbs. If Call of Duty didn't sell well, Activision would stop releasing it each year. With achievements and trophies, developers are able to see just what players are doing and how far people are getting in their games. And if only 10% of a game's player base sees the game to the end, and 90% makes it over 60% of the way there, games are going to keep getting smaller. It's a matter of efficiency for developers. So, for $60, and you figure... Uh, most people say they'd like to have a 40-hour long game for $60 to make it worth their money, but they don't mm -hmm. necessarily touch all that content. So right. what, do you, what do you think would be the right size for the price that they're offering? Well, my thing is for when they when they brought up the Call of Duty thing, you know, people paying with their dollars and saying that the game is only six hours long. For a single-player game, yes, the Call of Duty game is only six hours, but people don't buy that game for the single-player play they buy it for the multiplayer yeah. where they get much more many more hours out of the gameplay than they would have just playing the storyline so i kind of have to take that game out of the argument due to the fact that you're buying this game for a specific thing and that is just to play the multiplayer part of that game and you can say that with the halo games as well mm -hmm. i'm usually an advocate for long games i don't want to spend my money unless the game is long red dead uh was one of those games that have come out recently where you could put 40 to 45 hours in and enjoy that gameplay for the price you spend on it same with the mass effects and the dragon ages and things like that and there is quality all the way through that uh mm -hmm. and not just quantity and filler in there to make that gameplay good so i'm still uh, i argue for the point of longer games if i'm going to spend 60 dollars on your game now i can see the other side of that due to portal 2 and portal 1 uh, because of the enjoyment that I got out of that small time I've put into the game, it's worth that to me to get that. Because com you completely escape, you get to play that game and enjoy it for what it is, and just, you know, for a few hours there and just really get into it and have a good time. So, I mean, it, it's it's a really gray area there between the content. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun between the content and between the time that you spend in it and whatnot, you know? And you always hear the developers like, no, 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 we don't want to make filler. It's like, well, you don't have to. You can make an excellent 40-hour game. Look at Red Dead Redemption. Look at uh, L.A. Noir that comes out later this year. Mass Effect has done it with all their series. Uh, maybe not the first one so much because of the combat, but the story-wise, it's been strong all the way through. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, I see both sides of it, but I still lean to, if you're going to make me spend 60 bucks on your software, you better get something that I'm going to enjoy and I'm going to, you know, last a long time for me. See, I, I'm, um, I, ahead, the other, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm on the other, well, not the other side, but I, I do kind of see it more from, uh, well, let me say it this way. Uh, the, the shorter games, I don't really notice, like, if a game is, like, 10 hours long. I don't notice that as much because, like, what you read out of the article, I think it was the second point about, you know, working and then coming home and, you know, spending time with your family and, you know, playing with your kids and everything. By the time I do all that, um, I I only have about two to three hours of, of gameplay in me, and that's and really two to three hours of just free time. So that's gaming. I'm a comic book guy. I read comics, watching movies and all that stuff. So... Um, my my game time is severely limited, so I, I'm able to stretch a 10-hour game out for sometimes weeks at a time because I only have just a I see. to play it. So for me, really, it's more um, is it is it fun? I mean, you know, 60 bucks is a lot, and, and I really don't buy that many new games. But um, I I really don't look so much at the length of the game as as I do just how fun is. Like Gears of War is a perfect example. It's one of my favorite series of games. 
And if I, I could probably sit down in a couple of days and finish the whole thing if I didn't have any interruptions. But, I mean, I, I stretch those things out forever just because I don't get to play them every night. When I do, it's maybe for an hour, maybe not even that long. So um, even though they're not the longest games, I would pay full price for those just because I just think they're that much fun. Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, – sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to no, say no. Huh? Oh, I w- I'm a big fan of, like, I could pay money on a good quality game, like at least the $60, if they'll let not only the developers go with the downloadable content uh, to, to, you know, extend the game or freshen it up. Like, you know, Red Dead had the zombie, uh, the the download, the Undead Nightmare that yeah. came about and things like um, Left 4 Dead, where they let, you could like let, let fans make boards and have, a, you know, and levels and yeah. that you could access for free or and play them. Um, that extends a game for me. Um, if you have a game that you just you know, blow out of the water really quick, and then there's all this other content to go through, uh, DLCs. I'm 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 a fan of that all the way. I mean, you could make those really decently priced, and uh, and boom, they're right there, either PC or or on your Xbox or PS3. Well, the best thing the best thing for that is, I mean, look at Little Big Planet. I've always referred to that as the great the the most fun platforming game that never ends. Because it's there's true. all the user Everyone generated their levels. Own levels. Yeah, I mean, it, there's thousands. I mean, you would never play them all. And that, you know, Little Big Planet 2, Infamous 2 is going to be the same way, which I'm really excited for. Um, you just, it just doesn't end. And there's just constantly new stuff to do. So those types of things, totally worth it. Well, those DLCs are fine because they're free. Even if you play Left 4 Dead online, it's, it's free through Steam. If you play it on Xbox, you have to pay for the DLC. Um, my thing is that I think this DLC thing has kind of changed the whole gaming aspect in the way that I feel that developers need to rush games now to hit certain points to get them out and games aren't finished therefore they offer these DLCs and it's just an extra way for games to make money because they see the whole uh, demographic over on the MMO side where people are paying $15 a month to play a, a game like that. They paid the $60 up front. Modern Warfare is the worst of this, where they'll bring out three different packs of four new online boards, and they charge you $15 for that, and that's just unacceptable. I never buy those. I love the Call of Duty series. I own all of those, but I never buy the DLC form because the price just doesn't match the content that you're getting there. So until there's a, a medium there where they can find a price that's worth what you're getting on those DLCs, I'm still against them unless they're giving them out for free. And lots of games now, they're saying, like with Dragon Age 2, came out with downloadable content right when it was Right released. away. Like, that yeah. was just how they were going to make extra money off the game because they <laughs> exactly. felt like it. I yeah. agree. That's the problem with them. I love DLCs, but you have to have some time between the original release of the game and, hey, you know what? We thought of an extra bit of the story. Let's add that. Rather than, this should have been in the game, but we decided we wanted to charge you an extra $15 yeah. for you to get it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, until they can find a medium point in there, I'm still against the whole DLC thing. Some companies do it right. Valve does it really well with the free for Left 4 Dead, and they allowed users to build on to that. Little Big Planet does the same thing. Uh, game Game Racer mods, is mod Mod Nation Racers. Mod Nation Racers, yeah. Yeah, you're able to get all kinds of DLC for free, things like that, and that is awesome. I really like that. Uh, but until they find a medium price on some of these other ones, it's not even worth getting the DLC, to, in my opinion. So. Well, it's good for both, I think, because it keeps the game fresh for a really long time. It gets people excited. They get to put their own content out there, and yeah. You know, I think it's good also for the gaming company to have that, like Little Big Planet, which you know my family adores and and will play for years and years and years. They practically didn't need a Little Big Planet two in our world because we were fine with with one right. still playing all the content. Right. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think there is kind of a both both sides to this. And for me, 
even though I want to play Portal 2 pretty badly, um, even though uh, I think Dave was telling me about the um, the Toys R Us combo where you could get Mortal Kombat and Portal 2, what was it, for 100 120 It was $120 with a $50 gift card. Okay. Hmm. And that's not too bad, but even for yeah. me, I think $60 is too much for me to play for Portal 2 when I can just wait two months and get it for 45 on Steam, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, and if you and wait longer, it'll drop from there, too. So. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean... I knew the guys. I, I knew um, Dan and, and uh, Tim and stuff were wanting to play it on on uh, on Steam, and I was actually going to grab it because I've got a PS3 and I don't buy mini games for it. Uh, my wife is a huge, huge uh, Mortal Kombat uh, fight, any kind of Soul Calibur, Mortal Kombat, whatever, and um, so and I knew it was coming out, and I really, I mean, I like the game because it looks so awesome, and then uh, the gameplay is incredible as well. So. I got it, and I was going to get uh, Portal 2 for the Xbox, and my friend Mike at work, he goes, why don't you just get it for the PS3? He goes, because you'll get a free copy with Steam. <laughs> or you'll get, a, you'll get a free copy on Steam with it. And I'm like, what? And he showed me, so I bought it, and and I downloaded it for Steam. And I haven't played it on the PS2, or PS3 yet, but um, yeah, and so I bought it. And I, and I was wanting to get Rift also, so I figured I'd just use that gift card for Rift. And uh, so I ended up buying Rift from them, and uh, mm -hmm. so well, I, see, I ended that, up making out on the deal. Yeah, the PS3 version is really good because you are getting two games for the $60. You're getting yeah. it for the PC, and you're getting it for a console, so that's actually pretty cool. Uh, so you can you can justify it as $30 per, but yeah, it's still yeah. kind of <laughs> I guess, for a, a short game like that. <laughs> and and it, it is. I mean, it's I, I loved Portal 1. I played the heck out of it. I still, I was still even going back and playing it, even though I'd finished it already, and I knew that I would play this. I didn't know I would finish the co-op so fast, <laughs> but um, I do, and and that was one of the things that me and Tim had been talking about playing it on co-op as well. So, I mean, it's I, I feel, I mean, even though I finished it in a couple hours, I feel just for the co-op, I got my money's worth because it was that much fun. I mean. It just me and him talking back and forth. Okay, well, we need to try this. We need to try this and stuff. Oh, and by the way, co-op, you have to have Skype. Or I've heard uh, that you can have pretty good gestures with the uh, that there are animations and yeah. kind of noises you can make where even if you don't have an ability to talk, you can sort of make yourself understood by the other person by mocking them in a avatar format. Yeah, and there's also that? yeah, there's also an icon. That you can point and click, and it'll put up like a little like "Hey, right here" type thing on the screen. <laughs> Arrow, put your portal here, stupid. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So, uh, but yeah, but it, it it is it is a lot more fun if you have Skype, just so you can hear each other talking back and forth and and stuff like that. But I I feel I mean even though it was sixty bucks, I got the Steam copy for free, which was I think forty bucks if I remember correctly, and. I got it for the PS3, so it's another game for the PS3. If I ever decide I want to sell it or something, it'll go with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I feel that I I got the money's worth, and with the the uh, with the copy of Rift I got, and just the the gameplay that my wife and the the fun that she's been having playing Mortal Kombat 2, I I didn't go wrong at all. Has anyone else played the new Mortal Kombat? Have you guys had a chance to pick it up? No, I didn't play the demo, Dan and. Yeah, yeah, we played the demo. Uh, it's not exciting to play the demo. I mean, you get to see the graphics and it's gorgeous, uh, and 
the gameplay is very slick. It, it's quick. It's very responsive, and it's cool. But it's fighting game. After a while, with fighting games, I always just get tired of fighting. Yeah, I don't think any of us are, are huge. Or I don't think any of us are huge fans of fighting I games. I, I personally was kind of done with Mortal Kombat after the first couple of them. Really, I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, and then you That's... get your buddies who learn all the combos who kill you in one round. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> okay. I never... Yeah, the yeah. last hardcore fighting game I was into was like Tekken 2 or something like that. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, okay. I think I think one of the reasons why I'm still into them is 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 due to the fact that Bev really enjoys them, and it's something that me and her can play together. And he's allowed and... to beat up his wife without going to jail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's one of the guys at work. We're talking. We were talking about what games we'd like to see rebooted, and I said I wanted to see Primal Rage get rebooted. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> so, so we've covered that game. Any other games that you guys have been playing this week besides uh, Portal Two that's occupied your mind? Um, we played uh, last night on Earth at Dan's. <sighs> Uh, that's true. We played the board. <laughs> yeah, that's we played a board, board game. We played a board a zombie board game called Last Night on Earth at Dan's house, and I think we used stream some of that also. Oh. Yeah, it's not, it's not like spin the bottle or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did, I did see your Black Swan review, so I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, I I haven't really been into board games just due to a lot of the, the fact that a lot of the guys around here in, in this area they're they're all computer games. They, they all would rather play a game on a computer than actually play a board game. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, when, when we were at Dan's, that game was a lot of fun and getting some people together. And I've actually talked to a couple people, a couple guys that I work with, and then Dave, one of the other guys who was on our podcast a while back. Um, we're, we're actually going to start doing a board game night. Um, that would be so awesome. Not sure what night, but we're gonna try to do it at least once or once or twi at least like once a week or maybe twice a month, and, uh, okay. and, and do that. So I ordered. I actually ordered that, and I ordered a Descent, which uh, Dan and Tim had been playing. So, see, sometimes I feel like I'm going like geek in reverse because the one I've been playing lately, like Dan said, I picked up actually been buying Magic cards for the first time, and I started playing Magic like a cut just a couple of weeks ago. I did hear and, that. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's like Dan got has always been playing and got it got me into the Xbox Live version, which you know, to for an online for a game a ma magic game on you know on the Xbox, it's mm -hmm. a, has a really good tutorial for someone that wants to learn. It's and difficult kinda, online. I think it's yeah. easier in person. Well, if you learn online, it's more difficult in person. So I would rather learn in person. The order of yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, your steps because basically the, the the Xbox thinks for you and you know <laughs> calculates your mana and tells you you know highlights you can do this card or this card. You don't know why you want to do this card, but you can play it. You know, so click it. You know, I've been playing against the machine, and the machine is like wicked awesome, like master level of, you know, Magic the Gathering. I'm like, I couldn't think of that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> no. And, and the Xbox gives them cards that you don't get, and you're like, that's just impossible. Eight straight manas, no way <laughs> did I just make a mana run. But yeah, I have a couple of guys. I found out one of the guys I work with, I work in IT support, and another guy... Um, I work with was old school magic player still had his decks and hadn't hadn't touched magic in three years and I asked him about it and he just like kind of lit up like yeah I play magic let me bring some stuff in so he had like 
old school artifact decks and some stuff and just totally just just has been teaching me the ways we try to play on lunch every day and i've been you know purchasing more of the newer cards and went down to dan's uh, to HooperCon and brought my (laughs) cards okay (laughs) gave dan uh, my cards to make his own deck with showed him how to look up there's a really good site called tappedout.net where people display their their magic decks. I don't know if you've been there or not, but you can actually sign up for an account and put your decks that you play with online. And so we looked up like he likes playing black, and so we looked up a vampire deck for him. <laughs> Swamp block, and baby. he, yeah, and he <laughs> totally like took it to my green. Like I was playing a green creature deck. So, Aww. so yeah, it's no yeah, good till the end when you can like trample the hell out of everyone. Yeah, it's no good my, to survive. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, that was that was awesome. That was my uh, joke of the week that I brought my stuff down. But other than that, when we were talking about board games, like you know, I kind of went in reverse. I played D and D for the first time this past year. Um, we got really hooked for a little while on that eight um, bit game, the eight bit MMO that came nostalgia. out. Nostalgia, nostalgia, right? Did you see any of that? Um, oh. it, it's a, it's an MMO, but it looks like Dragon Warrior, like the old eight bit RPGs. Okay. But it, it, but it's a, but it's an MMO. We all three, you can go at groups of three, and we all play at the same time. But it's set up, um, it's set up uh, just like dra- If I was a fan of Dragon Warrior, that was that's yeah. What yeah. Okay, I'm mean, running it down. What's it called? Nostalgia. nostalgia. Oh, yeah, I should remember that. Okay. <laughs> yes. And yes. it's free. It's free online. It's totally free. Like, and it was funny because I was just watching, um, I, I, we were one night, I think we were talking online, and I was watching um, G4 and maybe Game Informer or something on Twitter, and they popped something out as like, if World of Warcraft had been, came out in an 8-bit world, this is what it would be. And it had a little YouTube trailer, there's an excellent YouTube trailer, um, if you type in Nostalgia um, in YouTube and watch that, but apparently... Everyone got into it because I was reading the news like the next couple of days. The guy who was running it started off with like two servers and he ended up with like 12 at the end of the first 48 hours that these these companies were tweeting <laughs> and stuff out. They were having massive login problems. People were just doing it, you know. So what's the other thing you're you making me miss Contra? I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and plays the what's the digging game that you play, oh, Dan? The digging game, Minecraft. <laughs> the Minecraft. digging game. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's Dig Dug, right. Yeah, right? Dig Dug. I was gonna say that. <laughs> listen, well, Minecraft is kind of like Dig Dug. You're just digging tunnels through the earth. You, and listen, to find yeah. Minerals. You spend seventy-five percent of your time digging in Minecraft. Come on. <laughs> you, you, I'm not lying. No. Does have mine <laughs> in the title? Yeah. It's that making uh, more picks and uh, shovels as they break, <laughs> so you can dig further. And further and further. It sounds like Farmville for miners. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more at night when when night comes up because it, it goes through your regular day or whatever. When night comes up, you have zombies and spiders and these things called creepers that'll blow up. And it's pretty much just a the way I put it is like a giant Lego world where you can build what you want to build. And if you type in Minecraft on YouTube, you can see some of the creations that people have made, and it's pretty impressive. And uh, that's pretty much it. I'm building, like, huge castles and connecting them with glass walkways and doing all kinds of cool stuff. The only problem is the the world feels lonely because I'm doing it on my own server by myself, but you can play online and have people join your server and, you know, all work together mm-hmm. or whatnot. So, but it's pretty I've, cool. It's fun. I've heard that it's like a major time sink. Anytime, anytime anybody talks about this, they're like, oh yeah, be prepared to like, just lose like a week of your life. playing this." <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, I've seen videos of it. Um, 
I haven't actually messed with it yet. Nostalgia, um, contrary to what Dan uh, might say, they uh, they kicked me out of their group one day when I was playing with them. So they oh. play. <laughs> well, you, you can only banned? play three. Because you were party. three. Yeah, Who was the party like, leader? And then we went on Steam and bought Magicka, which we all four can play. And let me tell you about co-op. Oh, wow. Magicka. Uh, yes. Four mages. You're four mages, right? And you have all these abilities of, you know, the elements to create spells. Let me just say one thing, and you leave it at that, that friendly fire is turned on in this game. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah. Because Vietnam just will, came out. Yeah. yeah I do have that game, Magicka. Yeah. yeah. You will, will nuke your, your teammates <laughs> yeah, quick. Friendly fire is on like a bee. You stand in, in yeah. the back. <laughs> Yeah. We usually do, but Matt likes to run up and get in the face of all the monsters. You know what? It's like I like to hit lightning around the water. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't it. running into a combat. I was running away from you guys because I was dying more from Dan's <laughs> super flame of doom than I was from anything else. Well, stay out of the super flame of doom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Full board with it. Yeah. Oh. AOE. Skype was oh, so fun. So yeah, that's I think everything. We've covered all the games we've been playing. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to listener questions. Let's get ready for questions. Um how that works is I'm going to answer a question from our listeners and then you guys can feel free to add your two cents after I give uh, my advice on that, okay? Awesome, let me stretch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Grab your brain. Grab your brain. Uh, this one's not too difficult. I geared it towards uh, towards you guys as far as what you usually talk about well, you, in your podcast. You're saying so. you picked the easy no, way. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't mean it like that. Romalode asks, What sci-fi series would you recommend for a family to watch together that has young kids, 10 years old roughly, uh, that doesn't have massive swearing or sex scenes? Hmm. There you go. The 80 Ewoks. <laughs> No. <laughs> what was that series with the Ewok, Ewok Adventures? I think it was Ewok. called. <laughs> They're like, Doc, who's a crash? What was that stupid movie? Is there such thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, there was an 80s Ewok series. That no, had... no, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, sitting there, I'm trying to think if there's an actual answer to that question. Uh, um, yeah, I wanted to say... Um, Doctor Who, but some of that is very disturbing. And oh yeah, I heard your Blink episode, which I completely want to watch. Although I have to say that Tom Baker is the only real Doctor Who, and I don't know what you're talking about with this new Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the real <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, a, a sci-fi series. The the question was that has kids in it. Well, no, that no, little kids can kids watch. Friendly. Yeah. Ten years well, I mean, old. you know, we... Star Wars: The Clone Wars. I mean, oh yeah, on on the Cartoon Network is excellent. Um, if you're if you're the adults, does it have to be? Well, a, you I don't know. know. Firefly might be a little risque for smaller yeah. children. Uh, I was so thinking I of the it. original Star Trek. That might not be too bad. No, that, I think that would be all right. That would go. Yeah. Maybe even Star Trek Next Generation, you could do that too. No, that don't you remember when they all get it on with Data? <laughs> We're not. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, don't listen to Dan. Don't ever listen to Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of the worst with Watch Predator. That's a great, a great sci-fi. Uh, Alien, uh, the yeah. whole Alien movie series. Um, that's good for kids. Uh, I can't think of any. Of yeah, them. Star Wars Clone Wars would be one I would think of. It's a sci-fi series. Um, uh, I don't know. You could say 
I, don't know, I used to watch Quantum Leap when I was younger. Oh, Quantum Leap is great. <laughs> That's true. Quantum Leap is very great. I wonder. That's... I don't think you can get the old uh, Star Trek streaming. You have to get the, the DVDs for it. Um, I wonder if you can get Quantum Leap. If Netflix has that, I'll have to check. And that right there is the is the reason why I can get through Enterprise. I have to say, because uh-huh. Sam Beckett lives. That's the oh, only yeah. reason. Like Scott yeah. Bakula is, is the. Uh, the captain of the yeah. Enterprise. It's the only reason he is I can dreamy. watch that show. Was that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of a whole lot of... Because I'm not a... There's only specific shows I watch on TV. I mean, in the last real sci-fi mix of a show would have been Lost. Uh, and I don't know if that's kid-friendly or not. It's too confusing. I don't know. I never got through a couple episodes of that, so I don't, Dan, I don't really know. you used to watch the original V when you were younger. Yeah, but that's still... No, hey, I watched the original V. I did too. And that freaked me. peel their faces off, and it was a lich hunter. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't watch that as a kid. I mean, I watched it as a kid, but... <laughs> Perfect, right before bed. Yeah. Uh, even though V was also the original series was really good. Uh, I can't think of any other thing, though. I, I really can't think of anything. I'm even trying to Google stuff, and I'm not finding anything. Nowadays, if you want to go sci-fi, family-friendly, you're going to have to go down the cartoon. I'm just thinking of stuff like, you know, I, I'm just going to throw stuff out there like Ben 10, Alien Force. My kid likes that. There's um, Generator Rex. is pretty good cartoon series. It's sci-fi, you know, Clone okay. Wars. Um, the original Ghostbusters? That. <laughs> yeah, he loved that. Sorry, I had to say it. You yell at Tenzin for that. You hit him for us. I've never seen it, so I, I, I can't sympathize with your pain. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you might be able to say, well, Battlestar Galactica, I don't know no, if uh-uh. it's children worthy. They don't cuss. Don't they? they doesn't she kill a baby? I mean, yes, yeah. that should be a spoiler. And something in the first episode, they hump. Yeah. Oh, they do? Oh, yeah. Yes. The Walking Dead, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> yeah, don't listen to me um, either. I mean, depending on how old the kids are, I mean, it's—I don't know if you would class it as sci-fi, but I've—I've I've been I've watched every episode of every season of Smallville. There, yeah. Um, nice. And you know, it's sometimes it's hit or miss, but it's a good—you know—the violence isn't that bad i mean really he just pushes people you know into walls and stuff he doesn't really hit anybody so i mean uh that might be a good one i think yeah, i watched season and one and two until he broke up with lana and then i couldn't take it and i stopped watching so oh. i don't know what the new stuff's like season six and nine are the best and then ten has been pretty good too oh, I I a lot of on. it will, a lot of it will have to do with the age of the kids too it says 10 in this 10. question um i think well, smallville would be good thinking- you're thinking also maturity level of your 10-year-old. You know, every yeah. parent's got their stipulations for them, and they're going to decide what they want their kid to watch. I don't know about the Stargate series. That, that ran for a long time. I don't know if the SG-1, and then they had um, Atlantis and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know how bad those are. Um, so that's just another sci-fi series. I can't think of very many off the top of my head, though. Okay. Good recommendations. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to check some of those out or pass that on to... Uh... To the listener, Rumalode. Good question. Good question. Yeah, it was awesome question. Um, I don't think we helped at all. <laughs> well, Sorry. That's, that's a lot of choices um, they can choose from. Uh, some of them I don't know. I haven't watched the the Stargates. I like the original movie Stargate. Although I do remember thinking, kind of at the end, he's like, they left him on the planet all alone, and he's like, I'll be fine. And I'm thinking, you wear glasses. 
That's, that's <laughs> all I remember thinking about the end of that, that movie. That is awesome. I didn't even think of it. Be that. fine until his prescription part. changes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, well, I think um, we're getting ready to wrap up here. So, uh, before we do, do you guys have anything else you'd like to add to the podcast that you didn't get to say? Um, I just. I just want to say thanks for having us on. This this was uh, this was a lot of fun. Fan, and I mean, you're welcome on our show anytime. I'm sure the guys would agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love to be on. It would be super fun. You have to tell me what you're doing so I have a clue about oh, yeah. watching it first. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we'll well we have it. a we have the thing called a doc. So the uh, <laughs> it's a Google Doc. So you'll know learn about that. Oh, I have that. that. Yes, I have Google Docs. Well, I appreciate you having the other guy on. I know they're not that good. But... <laughs> yeah. Our levels, our levels, not as you know as high as Dan's. <laughs> well, we have a lot of latency, so we might have a little bit of Cylon happening, and you could just say that uh, you're not really here. It's just Dan and his Cylons. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I am a Cylon. <laughs> we will never know. Right. Thank you so much for having us on the show. That was Absolutely, awesome. This was awesome. I really appreciate you all being here. It's been a delight. Uh, you can check them out at www.geekbits.com, G-E-E-K-B-I-T-S, or follow them at geekbits, at G-K-B-T-S. And that information will also be on my website, so you can read it there, too. I'd like to say a big thank you to Maphook, my sponsor for this episode. And uh, we did talk a little bit about D&D today, and if you're interested, I did say in the last episode, May 1st, my D&D group, which pretty much meets electronically, we're all in different uh, states as well, uh, we're going to start having a group on Maphook and basically posting a hook for each episode we do with all sorts of information and pictures of ourselves uh, with headsets and and whatever else we're doing and I'm going to record them and put them on there so if anyone wants to join the gray area group on Maphook they can get information about the D&D group which will start May 1st and I'm looking for people who want to to sub in and join the group for a week or two and you know they may join it the whole time or just come in and out as different uh, kind of star characters so um, if people are interested in that they can check that out on the website or maphook.com and if any of the listeners have suggestions about future topics or ways to improve the show visit the new gray area website where you can find out the date and time for Ustream <laughs> you can also reach the discussion page <laughs> and remember to hit record right right oh, it's Ustream that's my favorite part <laughs> That was my favorite. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that shout out to the U Street song. That's my ringtone. (laughs) You can visit www.genesee.com to let me know your questions and to add to this current discussion this week. Uh, Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter as Gray Area Podcast and keep updated on the current info. If you have any gray areas in your relationships and would like to submit a question, or maybe you need some advice and a new perspective, email me at genesegray at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.